There are currently hundreds of thousands of properties with vastly differing market values across Delaware, a situation that is contributing to and exacerbating inequities in school and county funding streams. And while no one really likes talking about a potential tax increase, property tax reassessments can often lower or simply bounce out taxing obligations with no financial change impacting homeowners. While the first state's constitution requires a periodic property tax reassessment, Delaware has no timeline mandate. Current statewide reassessment stems from a 2020 Court of Chancery ruling. The court ultimately upheld that Delaware's existing property tax system violated the Delaware Constitution. The case, brought forth by educational and civil rights advocates, drew much attention. While at the time the court wasn't definitive in its remedy, continuing litigation between parties resulted in agreement that the counties would undertake reassessment. The statewide reassessment process for Newcastle, Kent, and Sussex counties is estimated to be complete by 2025. On this episode of WhipCount, We'll welcome Representative Medina Wilson-Anton to talk about her bill, legislation that would address funding inequities in schools and communities across the first state, with mandated property reassessment every five years. Certain areas of our state have, we know, have appreciated in value over time. Um, And so it's not in their best economic interest to raise taxes on themselves, um, which is why it's important that we don't just single out certain communities and have them pay more, but we do it across the board, statewide, and we do it periodically. Regardless of where you side on the issue of property tax reassessment, Delaware is still an attractive retirement destination for many. The median property tax rate across Delaware is 0.53%, with special property tax credits available to senior citizens, with some eligible retired veterans qualifying for a property tax exemption. Tax credits are also available to others based on age, disability status, and low income. From the Delaware House Democratic Caucus, this is Whip Count. Welcome to Whip Count, Representative Wilson-Anton, and thank you for joining us today to talk about your House Bill 62. Thanks for having me. All right, since we don't have much time today, let's dive right into it and talk about the bill. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of the actual bill, can you talk about how the property tax system works here in Delaware and what our property taxes actually fund? Sure. So property taxes are collected at the county level in Delaware. So that's Newcastle County, Kent and Sussex. And um, the majority of taxes that are that are um, collected go to schools, um, local schools. But a good portion of that money also goes to funding your county library, your county parks um, and other county services. So what would your bill, HB 62, do with regard to the property tax reassessment? Very simple. So property taxes are already the law to be collected. The only thing that was missing was how frequent. So none of the counties had reassessed property value in decades. Um, And so my bill simply says every county needs to reassess once every five years. Um, So they can reassess more frequently if they'd like to, um, but at least once every five years. And um, your listeners probably know that we're currently going through reassessment in, in each county right now. That reassessment was the result of a court mandate, a court um, settlement. And so we're currently getting reassessed because of that. But once this reassessment is up, if this bill doesn't pass, we could go another 30 or 40 years without another reassessment. So we're really trying to avoid that from happening. HB 62 is really focused on correcting some of the inequities and how people are getting taxed right now. So because property values haven't been reassessed in decades, 
um, homeowners are being taxed at a, at a rate that is from an antiquated uh, property value. So we have some folks that are living in communities that have appreciated in value over years, others that are living in communities that have depreciated in value. And so if you're living in a community where your property has fallen in value in relation to others um, in your area, you're paying more towards your local schools and your um, county services than is really equitable. And the idea behind this bill is once we get this, this current reassessment done, if we continue to reassess periodically every five years, then we can make sure that we're keeping um, uh, property changes, value changes in um, account when we're taking people's property tax. So instead of going 10 years like some places do, um, we're going to go every five years. And some of the questions we got were about, you know, why five years? Um, and the industry standard is four to six years. So this is right in the middle of what is seen as good practice. Um, and one of the one of the benefits to doing it every five years is when you're in an environment during your reassessment where, say, you're dealing with inflation or you're like right now our um, warehouse prices in Newcastle County are like super, super high. Um, instead of going 10 years where folks that have warehouses are paying an inordinate amount of taxes, we'll go five years. And then we can correct that if the market has changed. Um, so going more frequent than five years is really not advisable because property doesn't tend to change, appreciate or depreciate in such a short period of time. Um, but five years is kind of that sweet spot. And in your response earlier, you did mention there was a recent lawsuit, there was a recent uh, reassessment going on, still ongoing in our state. But how did you become aware of this topic and what made you really want to take up this issue? Yeah, so um, that that court case was brought by parents, family members, community um, advocates and activists. Um, And they were really focused on how we fund our schools, public schools in Delaware. And that's an issue that's really important to me. So I was kind of following the case and following the arguments that the state made. Um, So like just... For your listeners, if you if you have you know a few hours of spare time and you want to read through the court um, documents, it's actually really interesting. Um, and so when it finally settled, I was kind of I had been following it, and um, I, I thought it was great that we decided that the that the judge decided that we need to do reassessment. My fear was um, in the past when courts have stepped in and told um, government bodies what to do, um, it's not prescriptive into the future it's kind of just like a one-time thing and my my worst fear was that we'd go years you know and replicate the current situation and have folks take us to court again to make um reassessment happen again so I really didn't want that to happen and whenever I see um you know everyday Delawareans take issues to court I'm inspired by them and it's amazing that these folks were so um passionate that they did that but we really, as members of the legislature, we shouldn't have our constituents feeling like they need to go to the courts to get things done. So this is my response to that. Um, it's to try to help um, community members from ever having to do this again and um, just keep it to a, a really a more fair system. Would your bill perhaps save taxpayers money because it would limit those court cases? Absolutely. So um, it would hopefully keep folks, like I said, from uh, ever bringing us to court for this issue. Um, but also it saves counties money when they do reassessment regularly as opposed to having to wait. So a big portion of the, of the uh, taxpayer money that went to the, the current reassessment in Newcastle County 
and I don't have my um, numbers with me, I'll have to get that for you, but um, a, a major portion of the amount of money that was spent was in getting new technology, um, just kind of startup cost, um, things that we had to do because our data was so um, just totally <laughs> out of whack with the current reality on the ground. So um, one of the good things about doing it every five years is that um, that that extra cost is diminished. So over time, it will save taxpayers money um, by doing it more regularly. So we just talked about how it would actually save people money, but why do you think that there's been some resistance to conducting these reassessments more frequently? Great question. Um, so I think, so this is just my assumptions, right? So I, I'm not speaking to anyone specifically. It's like when lawyers are like, I'm a lawyer, but this isn't legal advice, right? These are my opinions. Um, not my employers or that kind of thing. But um, what I would assume is what, when there's no mandate, so let me think of a good example for you. Like um, if, you know, say, imagine when you're in school and your teacher says um, homework is to read these two articles, but it's, it's, you know, beneficial if you read the third one. I'm not going to test you on it though, right? Most of the students are not going to do that third thing. <laughs> um, and I think what's, what was happening was once counties stopped reassessing, there's no incentive for the others to assess their taxpayers because now people are going to point to the other county and say, well, how come they have, to, how come they're doing this to us? Everybody else isn't, isn't raising their taxes or changing their tax model. Um, so that's, that's kind of my assumption. I, I, I don't have proof of that. Um, but it's kind of hard to have people do the right thing when there's no mandate and no one else is doing it. Um, kind of like peer pressure, I guess, negative peer pressure there. Um, the other thing is certain areas of our state have, we know, have appreciated in value over time. Um, and so it's not in their best economic interest to raise taxes on themselves, um, which is why it's important that we don't just single out certain communities and have them pay more, but we do it across the board, statewide, and we do it periodically, right? So that means that, say, you have a property in at the beach that, you know, over the past 40 years has appreciated in value. We shouldn't just reassess you this year. You pay a higher amount and then not come back to you because in the next 10 years, 15, 20 years, you might notice that your property is depreciating relative to other properties in your area. And that wouldn't be fair to leave you at this new rate without reassessing that. Um, so one thing that I'd say is um, a lot of folks in um, committee and on the floor, they brought up you know, we have this current reassessment, we should just wait and see what happens. My fear in waiting is that we have this current reassessment going on that was mandated by the courts. If we don't pass periodic reassessments, it's possible that folks will get reassessed values this year, next year, the year after, and then get stuck at that rate for a long time. And that wouldn't be fair to them either. So again, this is really about keeping things fair over time. Um, there are tons of bills where we've said, oh, we'll come back to that and we'll do that later when we learn more. And then, you know, people that are in office change, people's priorities change, other things come up. Um, so I really wouldn't want us to, um, you know, push this, kick the can down the road. And then, you know, 30 years from now, someone else who's young and <laughs> uh, representing this district is like, hey, how come we've gone 40 years, you know, with these unfair rates? So that's really what it all comes down to is fairness. 
Well, I live in Sussex County, where, as you know, there has not been a reassessment in more than 50 years. So what can homeowners like me expect as a result of these more frequent reassessments? Yeah, so um, one thing that you've, you may have seen already, um, and if not, you'll be seeing it soon, is you'll see folks actually come to your door and like ask you about your house and take a look at your property. Um, Tyler Technologies is the company that's contracted for all three counties, and so they've been doing that. Kent is looking to be done, I think, in the next year, but um, Newcastle and Sussex County have way more parcels, and so it's taking them a bit longer. But one of the things about doing it every five years is that on the, t- on the 10th year is when we'll probably need to do more like boots on the ground actually assessing properties. But that fifth year will be more of like a on the computer software kind of um, assessment. So that's part of where that um, cost savings comes in. But it also means that you as a homeowner are less likely to have somebody at your door um, for each of the, re- the reassessments. Um, you'll, you'll also notice that, um, so what we're expecting is probably about a third of folks will see an increase in their property tax, about a third will see a decrease, and about a third will probably see no real change. Um, Part of that is because the counties, they're allowed to raise the taxes uh, revenue um, after reassessment, a certain percentage, but a lot of them um, are choosing not to do that, um, so they're not not shocking people. And also, part of how they calculate that um, is they'll adjust. So, they might, um, you might see that your your um, uh, taxes go up, but it's possible that even though your property um, appreciated in value, that you're not actually going to see an increase in your taxes because of folks in your county have having a higher appreciation rate. Hopefully, I'm explaining this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm like using my hands, but the listeners can't see that. So hopefully, um, that was clear enough. But it's not just as, as simple as my house was worth forty thousand and now it's worth you know half a million. It's really about relative increases to others in your area, and that's that's where the the fairness piece comes in. Well, I super appreciate you coming to join us today. I learned a lot. I hope our listeners learned a lot as well. Is there any closing thoughts that you have before we wrap it up? Um, I would just say that if you're interested in learning more about what it'll look like for you as a homeowner, hopefully we can include a link in the show notes and I will be uh, happy to, to share that information with you. Sounds good. Thank you. If you'd like to keep up to date with the latest happenings at Legislative Hall, Follow WhipCount and listen wherever you find your podcasts. You can also keep up to date with the Delaware House Democratic Caucus by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DE House Dems.